0: Welcome to Kilgallon's Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallon, like to have some drinks with people to recreate that bar conversation we all know and love. Thank you for checking out the podcast. If you're listening for the first time, really appreciate you. If you're coming back, I appreciate you even more because you were there from the start. You hear that, newbies? No, I'm kidding. There's there's plenty of room in this tent for everybody. Uh, big shout out again to all the listeners, everyone who's uh, followed on Instagram, which you could do at Kilgallon's Pub, also on Twitter under the same name. You give me a follow on all the platforms. It's simply at Joe Gallon. Real easy. you got to know how to spell the last name at this point. It's K-I-L, then Gallon. No two L's up front. I'm not not a murderer. It's an Irish last name. It's Kill Gallon. People do that a lot of times. They'll put two L's up front thinking it's like the word kill, which would be a weird, you know, messed up name. Like, what am I from, like, a lineage of murderers? A bunch of psychos just stabbing people? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Ireland was very violent for centuries there. Could have been. Could have been. But, you know, doing it in in the... uh, Under the Eyes of Freedom, you know. which by the way, also, going to talk some freedom here in the intro, get to that in a little bit though. My guest is awesome. I'm very excited for you guys to hear this one. I have got comedian Kristen Toomey on the podcast. She's a Chicago comedian, been traveling all over, starting to headline as she should be. She was also part of the prestigious Montreal Just for Laughs Comedy Festival as part of Kevin Hart's series. Uh, Kevin Hart has been filming a lot of young comedians out there and it's cool to see. And I think you guys are going to like Kristen. She's really cool. She's honest as fuck. And she's got a really interesting way in which she does stand up. And again, I know, not everyone who listens to this is a comedian. So sometimes you hear this inside stuff thinking, what? But appreciate it and try to take value from it to apply to whatever you do in your life. I think some of this stuff translates in a lot of ways. And uh, there's some examples of that throughout this podcast. Now, uh, I want to thank everyone who came out to my shows in uh Roanoke Virginia my show I did one show in Roanoke Virginia I also want to thank my friends in Cleveland I did uh popped onto a show over there and uh it worked out the one show I tried to do uh it was it was some bad timing issues on both the venues end and my end but I ended up doing a spot at a, a great venue over there that I'm forgetting the name of so that sucks but I met a lot of great dudes in Cleveland so thanks to Jimmy Graham and Mary Santora for helping me out and my buddy Gary Lee and his awesome girlfriend, Sarah, for letting me crash at their place. And their dog, Albert Bell, who gets a shout-out on the podcast. But it's this lovely Pitbull that's got like the brindle coat. Uh, good dog. Just I, you know, I'm a big Pitbull fan, and yet not the rapper. Or is he even a rapper? It's too slow to be rap. Whatever he is. Entertainer. He sucks. I'm not that into him. Although a couple of those songs are catchy. I just don't like the way he dances. He's one of those dudes who thinks he's a good dancer when he's terrible. Have you ever seen any music video with that guy, Pitbull. He does like a thing where he's like just putting his hand up in the air and kind of thrusting his hips in a way in which you're like, you look like you'd be a terrible lover. I feel like I don't think there's any real rhythm to what you're doing with those hips. And I I couldn't describe your face if you were to attack me. Like if you were someone who just walked up and popped me in the face and I have to like report you to police, I would have trouble. I would be like he wore sunglasses and he's got a shaped head in which you think he's never taken. He never takes the sunglasses off. They're always on him. And um scars, he's got some scars, not in like a cool way, like that seal dude has some scars, we were like, All right, those are interesting. I could see what Heidi Klum was into it, you know? Seal looks like he'd probably be a good lover. So unlike Pitbull, who looks like it would be like all sorts of weird out of rhythm dry humping. You know what I mean? You'd be like, Could we could we get to the real part now? Or you're just gonna keep creating this weird heat on my jeans, the weird friction I'm feeling, you know? Yeah, that's how Pitbull, I'd be, I'd be very, okay, he's, he's, he looks like something a child would draw. If a, ch- if a child was drawing a bad guy in their make-believe comic book world, it would look a lot like Pitbull. But he does have ears. I think the child would do no ears. Children aren't good at drawing ears. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. Anyhow, I got a great podcast in store for you. Uh, more nonsense ranting like that. But yeah, thanks to everyone. I had a good time in both cities. So in this podcast, I don't drink. This is the first Kilgallen's pub in which I, Joe Kilgallen, did not have any alcohol. So uh, we'll see if there was a difference. Maybe you guys can message me going, yeah, you need the boost. You need to get back to the beer. Uh, We felt this was a little little too dry, literally and figuratively. But uh, yeah, no, Kristen Toomey doesn't drink. We'll talk about that. She's got other vices, though. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to slow it down. I was going way too hard this last week or so. And you know, sometimes you got to check yourself. That's so what you got to do. It. We recorded it late Monday night. I'm recording this intro on Tuesday, and you're going to he- be hearing this on Wednesday. So as I'm recording this intro, it is September 11th, 2018. So, uh, you know, don't forget everybody. It sounds like I'm about to make a 9-11 joke. I'm not. Although I'd made one on Twitter that only got one favorite today, and I'm kind of thinking, what the hell? It wasn't even It wasn't an uh, insensitive remark. I, I tweeted, if you ask Alexa what today's date is, she will report you. To the FBI, you know, because never forget, you know, but the funny thing is I, when I woke up today, I turned on the TV and I saw they were doing 9-11, you know, memorial stuff and I was like, oh yeah, that's today. It's September 11th just creeped up on me. It's a Tuesday, which it was a Tuesday when it happened initially. How about that? But obviously big, you know, I have mad respect for any, uh, first responders out there. It was a terrible tragedy, and uh, yeah, there's you know, it was that it was a crazy day for everyone involved. And um, she's a comedian; it's hard to get s- serious because then people are just waiting for you to say something inappropriate. I guess I don't know, but yeah, no, nine eleven was awful. <laughs> there's the understatement of the year, Joe. What do you think about nine eleven? Not a fan. I am not a. F- that was pff, talk about a shit day. I'll tell you that It was not not a fun one. No, made me think too much. And, and people died, and that, that was horrible, too. Thank you to everybody, and do not forget, and all that stuff. I drove 10 hours back from Roanoke, Virginia, to Chicago, Illinois. Did a lot of driving on this mini little tour I did there. And damn, I'll say this. America, you sexy. America is, is, is gorgeous. It's a, it's, it's a good-looking uh, good woman or a handsome man, however you want to view it. It's, uh, I am just into mountains. You know, I lived in LA for three years, a lot of mountains there. So I, I never got over looking at them every day. And then the mountains going to the, towards the East Coast, going through, like, like West Virginia is gorgeous. I feel like people rip on West Virginia a lot. Do you know the governor's name of West Virginia is Jim Justice? I'm pretty sure it's something justice. That guy probably didn't even have to release his picture to win governor with a name like Jim Justice. How are you not going to vote for old Jimmy Just? Justice? You would do it. You know, But I've, I've heard the last name of Justice before, David Justice, baseball player, Atlanta Braves, New York Yankee, Oakland A, Indian. he you've been around. Good, good solid career. Nice lefty swing. All right, I'll quit rambling up top, though, for you, everyone. I just want to thank everyone. I had a great time uh, hanging out with the people of Roanoke, Virginia, and the people of Cleveland. And I'm going to be in Grand Rapids, Michigan, this weekend, Thursday through Saturday. I'll be opening for Julian McCullough, who's a dude I met a couple times while I was living in L.A. seemed like a good dude, so we'll have some fun out there. So if you're in the uh, Grand Rapids area... Coming out to the pod uh, coming out to, uh, to the show. I don't know I said coming out to the podcast. I'm not doing the podcast a lot. I'm just doing stand-up. You'll see that, you'll enjoy that. And if you like my stand-up, it's out there. I got a YouTube channel you can check out with some clips up. I've got my uh, first debut album that came out a few years ago. That's on Spotify. I'm trying to figure out a date for the next album, I'm trying to figure out the plan for it. I got several different ideas on how I want to do it. Anyway, uh, without further ado though, again, thanks for everyone who's been listening to the podcast. If you give us a review on iTunes, which I highly would would really appreciate you doing and would have so much respect for you to do it. I can't thank you guys enough because I love podcasting, so I want to keep building this and keeping it going. Uh, Register a review on iTunes. I'll give you a shout out. Including the review something that you want me to plug. I'll be happy to do that because I'm just so thankful. And I'm working on getting like beer koozies and like shirts, so we'll figure something out there, so you guys can support the podcast. If you write the review, a beer koozie I could probably just throw you for free. Shirts, I'm trying to think about shipping and sizes and stuff, so that might that might have to I might have to sell, but I'll try to keep the price down because I really just want you guys to uh, you know rock the gear. That's how I view it. All right, so without further ado, everybody, uh, this is Killgallons Pub. Enjoy, Kristen Toomey. Cheers. All right, sitting here with Kristen Toomey. So happy to finally have you on the podcast. Been wanting you on the podcast for a long time. Kristen's giggling up front because <laughs> I am an absolute wreck of a human being right now. Not in the alcoholic sense, but in the sense that I am just very You're too disorganized. Sober
1: man. Maybe, maybe. I think I, I need know.
0: a little. I can't operate with this many clear thoughts in my head. I got to fuzz it up a little bit. I we're filming the podcast this week. I, I got the lighting with the Laugh Factory uh, studio here, so. Big thanks to everyone here at the Laugh Factory, and we're laughing because I'm basically repeating everything I said because we recorded this before, but we weren't recording because like a dummy, I didn't hit record. When you record a podcast, everybody, it's very important to hit that red button to get things working, (laughs) and it took me forever. I got got sugar packets holding up the camera, so it's fine because the one tripod we used was just, it was off-center, and every time I tried to tighten it up, it kept just, it was like a limp dick, you know what I mean? Uh It just couldn't couldn't perform. It uh, It was getting tight under pressure, apparently getting stressed out you notice that people i was thinking about the because gender is a huge thing these days we're gonna launch right into this okay gender is a <laughs> sure. big thing these days yeah and there's still you try to think because i remember seeing someone make a tweet like men have every advantage in the world over or women over everything and you know that's you're not fair and i mean yeah, i would agree with a lot of that but i thought about this i go there's still some advantages women have you've never like with, when it comes to sex but <laughs> like, How was that? <laughs> I mean, like, uh, oh, like a. I've never heard of a woman. I guess women, you know, you you you, you can't get wet, then you're not going to have sex. I guess, but like, I was just trying to think of like the stuff like we, you hear about like men who can't perform. Oh, you don't hear too you mean often like about performance. women performance-wise is what I mean. Okay, uh, you never hear about a woman who can't perform.
1: Well, I don't know.
0: Have you ever heard of that? Anyone out there listening? Um, have you ever heard of that?
1: No, I mean it's pretty much.
0: Yeah, right. Like, it is what it is. I know. don't know. We 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 were both laughing about how the freaking thing wouldn't hold up, and that was our our little sex joke. I you know, you don't typically want to launch into sex talk on a, on, on a podcast. You want to build top, up man. to it. No, yeah. you got to get that going. Um, you yeah. know, what I'm laughing. I had a good thing. I was gonna remember when you were. Damn, we're talking about Kristen's. This is hilarious because now I'm just recapping the podcast that wasn't at the yeah, point. Yeah, you
1: shouldn't do that. We should pretend like that didn't
0: happen. Yeah, we'll do and it that talk way. About
1: other stuff because if we just try and. Recreate something that happened. It's not going to come
0: out right. You're 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 damn straight on that one. I was saying though, part of this is this isn't recreating, I guess, but it is kind of what we were talking about. I feel discombobulated because I had a long weekend. See, I'm not drinking right now either. And Kristen, you don't drink, right? Uh, you do smoke a little bit, right? Yes. You do a little of that. That's yeah. fun. Everyone, you need a vice, right? You ever meet people who don't have any kind of vice? You need a, you need somewhat of a vice. Yeah, as long I as you can like control a it, cold everybody. Cold
1: brew and cigarettes and weed
0: vices that's fine
1: and anxiety and overthinking
0: i don't think anxiety is a vice
1: i use it like a vice (laughs) (laughs) okay
0: that's pretty great there (laughs) i was saying that like i had a 10-hour drive that i did on saturday and it was i've done long drives like that the difference i hate long drives i've driven from la to chicago a couple times that's which is me and a dog
1: how long is that
0: two days and change I've done it in two days once where I left on a Thursday morning and got to Chicago on a Friday night so that's like driving almost 15 hours a day because it's 30 hours shit
1: fuck man
0: yeah that's 15 rough. hours in a day I've done 15 hours in a no. day twice what's the most you've ever done
1: um not that much because I used to get panic attacks driving long distances because I had a an accident on a jet ski in Ireland in the ocean in the ocean <laughs>
0: You said that so adorably. We're both laughing because we're full of shit. This is something we're starting to talk about. But no, it's a good story. I want to (laughs) know. Tell me about the jet ski accident.
1: Okay. I was... uh I'm just imagining choppy. you
0: getting thrown in the water yes. and all the Irish people being like,
1: oh, for folks' sake. I was in the paper. <laughs> I was in the paper.
0: Somebody fucking save
1: her. This is a, like uh, an American woman rescued. That's from what the, it says? Yeah. It probably
0: said, dumb yank fucks up on right, ocean. that's what <laughs>
1: they all thought for sure. I was so, so embarrassed. But um, yeah, so it was like choppy and I was on the jet ski for the first time and I was going... I was going super fast and super far out.
0: Was it you by yourself on it or were you yeah. someone else? Okay, cool.
1: In like a wetsuit because it was like, the water was like 40 degrees. Oh, I bet. And so I was gonna, I'm like, I know I have to turn. What part of Ireland? going so far. The way north, like top part.
0: Okay, cool. I'm just wondering if you're in like an Irish Sea or the Atlantic. In,
1: in the Republic. Okay. But like the Probably northern. Probably off of
0: like Donegal. Donegal, yeah. yeah. Cool. So um, I know the counties. What's up? Yeah, what's up? What's up, Irish listeners? What's up, pub? yeah i think and. a few listen probably because they think oh that sounds like our type of podcast yeah a little pub talk
1: yeah yeah so i was out and i knew i had to turn because i was
0: going so Sorry, far. i'm sitting on my keys like an jesus idiot. fucking Christ. go ahead i didn't mean to kill the momentum but you ever sit on your keys i'm leaving you and get a sharp key. Like- don't don't leave come on don't leave without tipping and hanging out a little bit. Uh, all right. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. All
1: right. So I was on this jet ski and I had to turn and I didn't want to turn because I knew as soon as I turn, I was going to fall off. I'm going <laughs> to fucking punch you, dude. This is going to be sorry. a new, a pub
0: brawl. Yeah. We haven't had a real physical fight. Yeah. Well, you
1: haven't had me here yet.
0: Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Chris. All right. So I knew I was going <laughs> to, knew I was going to fall off as soon as I turn because it was super choppy. So I was trying to time it.
0: I really like your shoes, by the way. Now, I'm listening. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Come on. We, so,
1: I fucking flew off. You flew off
0: because the turn was too, you, we turned hard into I hit the wave, a wave like
1: how I knew it Did you, you go was head, head
0: over heels? Like, did you go head and flip? Or did you just kind of go head, like dive and you <laughs> it dive? It was did probably really
1: funny. <laughs> like, it probably looked so funny, dude. I don't even know. I think it was like a, whoa. Like oh, a, just that's a, great. Like, fly off. And then, so I was bobbing up and down in the Atlantic. Like, I couldn't get back to the jet ski and I couldn't. Swim like I was. I'm. I know how to swim, but something about like the waves. It's a near
0: death experience for you.
1: It was very traumatic. Oh, I'm sorry, and to make so you relive it. I chose
0: to talk you, about you, it. You, of course, yeah. You own so. it because if you own it, then it's no longer you yeah. know that type of thing. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I think I saw that on a TV show once. Batman. He was yeah. afraid of bats. He, he then became the bat. You have to become the almost drowning story. So by telling it. Oh, you get over it i don't know what the fuck i'm saying but keep going this is interesting i've never had a near-death story on the podcast
1: so i was bobbing up and down and then it was getting dark right so the sun was setting and um and i was like oh no man i'm like fucked out here kind of um but then they had a Coast Guard boat out doing drills, and then they saw me, like, bobbing up and down. I was like, hey, screaming. Um, and they came and got me, and then they put me in this foil blanket because it was super cold water, and then...
0: Were they charming as hell? I feel like they'd be very charming, Irish rescuers. Irish people are very uh, charming.
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: Oh, we were you going mean, for a you dip there, love? You know what I mean? And you're oh, like, like that? Like, they no, were kind of, like, making you feel okay really, about it.
1: Really, really were trying hard probably not to laugh in my face. Uh,
0: you know what's weird I was me? real
1: pathetic <laughs> looking in it. I was probably in no real You had danger, a life jacket on? You know on? what I mean? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, like, you'd have been fine. I probably would have just come back in way. with
1: the tide or something, but.
0: <laughs> That'd be funny just seeing a woman just wash up on shore. <laughs> yeah, um, and
1: I'm just, like, asleep.
0: I understand that you were riding the jet ski by yourself but you didn't go out with a group of people you were just like i'm taking the jet ski by myself out into the ocean no, and everyone's was, like cool I'll see you for dinner like you there think was a
1: few people there but um none of
0: them saw you go off and yeah were worried. they did oh they just couldn't get out to you in time well uh, how long were you in the water before the boat came to save you i don't know man. Oh, okay
1: but it was long enough to give me <laughs> i'm sorry
0: you looked running. at me like i don't know man like i don't <laughs> to.
1: i i don't know i really don't know um But it was long enough to like make me not want to drive far distances for years. Probably like
0: have you gotten have you gotten back on a jet ski since? No, but I would. Would you? Yeah, totally.
1: But um, and now I I, so I would like have panic attacks when I would get on the highway. Something about like
0: my grandmother never drove on the highway. Me and just did not like it. It It's funny because the highway I think is statistically safer. Than the is streets. I think I made no that up. No fucking way,
1: man. Well, because it's higher people speeds would so be so more f- dangerous. Yeah. But there's not like stop and like- go.
0: You know? It's one of those things where like flying a plane is statistically safer than driving and, and riding a train. Mm-hmm. The difference that most people think when they hear that, they go, yeah, but if the plane crashes, I am dead. I'm fucked. You know what I mean? The number of people who walk away from a plane crash, you might be able to count on one hand. You're just, you're dead. Mm-hmm. But people walk away from car accidents. All so people get in car accidents and they're fine. But a plane crash, you're dead. So that's why when I hear, oh, flying is safer, I go, yeah, the odds are unlikely. But at least with a car accident, I'm feeling pretty good about coming out the other side. Right. You hear me? Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. I think that's factored in because, you know, they have to be counting fatalities, right?
0: Yes. I got to. man. I don't know.
1: Not the number of, you know, fender benders.
0: Yeah, probably because more. You're right because when when a plane does crash, you hear about it. It's all over the yeah, news. Yeah. That's like a big, huge story. So Remember what? Remember that plane? M- went people? missing. Yeah, did they ever find that? I
1: don't know. That
0: was another one of those um, Malaysian Malaysian yeah. airlines had a couple like planes. Just, you know what it was? I think. Uh, I think it. Uh, I think it was just they. They captured those people. I think those people are unfortunately in some I'm sort not of slavery. At them no, I don't know why you're captured, laughing. Now. I'm being very serious. I'm, I'm being so serious. I think they captured them, and then they're, they're like money laundering that plane. Have, By the way, I think everything is money laundering now because i that like, off of.
1: Except an idea that just well, they in just your disappear. They can't head. find
0: a plane. That's an ocean. It's very big. Actually, you could lose a lot of shit in there.
1: I, I almost literally got literally an ocean. I know. I was like that plane. No. I,
0: just, I just think to myself with. You know, if you're jet skiing with someone, you think someone would be able to be like, oh, all right, I'll take the other jet ski and get you. Or they only have one jet ski in this village. Yeah. And you guys all had to share it?
1: Yeah. And I stole it. And then I got in trouble.
0: You should have said, fuck off, Ireland. I'm going back to the States with this one. That's
1: where I was going. <laughs> but I had to turn. Turn.
0: All right. I'm just giving you a hard time. So, Kristen... Yeah. You, uh, you've been traveling a lot lately. You went you went on the road with comedian Chris Redd, who we should give a shout-out to, because Chris yeah. Redd is an Emmy winner, everybody. Mm-hmm. Good friend of both of ours. Saw him in town just last week. He was in Chicago for yeah. a little bit. He uh, won an Emmy for this <clears> music video they did on Saturday Night Live. He's one of the cast members there. I think one of the stars of the show. Definitely yeah. had the best rookie season yeah. of anyone on that show in a long-ass long, time. Long, time. And we kind of knew it. If you, he's one of those dudes where when you meet him, you're like, oh, this guy's got it. Yeah. I told him way back so when. Great. I go, the first time I met, he's, you meet certain people in life and you feel like you've known him for 10 years and you've only known him for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. He's got that quality. Yeah. Anyone listening, if you've got that so quality, so... hold on to it and try to use it for good.
1: Yeah. He's such a good guy. And he took me out with him on the road and.
0: Which I respect big time because. Too. Yeah. You're a beast.
1: Oh, on stage. You. <laughs> Obviously,
0: someone's probably like, why is he being so mean? Yeah. You no. Know, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Here's the kick I've been waiting for.
1: I was fixing my Cause knee Because some holes.
0: some people don't bring comedians to open form that could possibly outdo them.
1: Yeah. Well, I know? would talk and shit I'm, too. I'd have my headphones on and I'd be pacing like, and I'm I'm burying motherfucker like talking shit to him, and he'd be like, "All right, chill out." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Has he said, that really. Yeah. No, it was just like. But like in good fun, I'm sure. Yeah, you know. it's
1: all in good fun. But like, I also, you know, was trying to make him work. I wasn't like. Well, because it to makes him.
0: him a better comedian yeah, too. Yeah,
1: that's why I was there. That's why he asked me to do it. He said, you, know, set, you we,
0: know, we talk comedy a lot on this. And I know most of my listeners aren't comedians. So I try to but thank it. you for saying I'm a
1: beast.
0: Oh, you are a beast. Uh, you're a straight up killer. You're uh, a monster. You're it's all negative names. I've realized that's how we compliment each other's comedians. Mm-hmm. But you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You definitely I, I would think twice before having you open for me. Thank you. I mean, I would still love to because I think you'd be a lot of fun on the road. And, and I like actually having someone make me work, though, because yeah. I think it makes you a better comedian.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, you and I both come from the school of thought of like, just don't be boring up there. You got to make it fun.
1: Yeah. And, um,
0: and I, I, But I was going to tell real quick, I just want to wrap this up. Uh, so people who aren't comedians, you should do this in your regular life. Work with people who are going to push you to be better. Mm. I know it's fun to be like, oh, like you know, let's let's take the easy approach. But there's there is it's cliche, but there's more satisfaction out of like overcoming something. Yeah, of having absolutely. someone push you, and then it's like, all right, that was a little more difficult. But once I accomplished it, it's like, okay, I feel more like more of a badass now. Mm-hmm. That's the positive message I wanted to get off.
1: And so, yeah, I mean, I feel like I have I do that all the time in my own head. Like I create um, situations that might not even exist, you know, just to kind of
0: like, can you give an example? I'm curious about this.
1: Yeah. Like uh, lately it's been, I think of all my heroes, right? Like artists that I look up to and I just feel and believe that they hate me right now. Like they hate me. Really? They hate me. Like Kristen, I don't they, hate you. No, n- not you, motherfucker. You said the people you looked up to. Yeah, I know. W- what are you trying? No, to- but listen, because I assume that they all hate me. They all know who I am. They think I'm garbage, and then I'm still functioning in that reality, even if it's not real. So the fact that I am handling that, even though it might not be, it's probably not real.
0: It's definitely not real.
1: Okay, but don't. Who are your ruin heroes? All right,
0: I won't ruin it. I won't ruin it. Because give me one hero, if you don't mind.
1: Um, one hero.
0: Yeah, like one one person you look up to. Louis I'm gonna, C.K. Okay, so Louis C.K. This is how much he disrespects you. Wouldn't even masturbate in front of you. Right. You're not worth his time. Right. So you use that thinking. That, I'm going to make that little redheaded fuck jerk off. And well, that's no. It, extreme, here's but like, no, no.
1: Here's how I use it. Is like. That sucks. That he he wouldn't like. Me, that he doesn't like me, and doesn't like think I'm a good person or whatever. But I have to like get over it.
0: Oh, I thought maybe you were using like, that as to like okay. I'll show you.
1: No, it's not like I'll show you. But although it becomes that, but it's also like the main thing is like I have to n- not give a fuck if, even if they didn't like what I was doing.
0: Oh, I see that you do it more in a way to keep you true to you. Like, yeah. I don't care if they don't like me. It's not, I, like don't, it even, hurt, I don't even, I impress anybody. I think
1: about it so, so real that it like actually hurts my feelings. And then like, I'm, I'm trying to overcome that. So that's like not even a real thing that I'm possible, you know, but I'm, I'm overcoming that.
0: That's interesting. I'll and tell you that much.
1: I do things like, you know, we talked about earlier off this, like.
0: Yeah, you don't write a set list down ever. No. Right. No. How do you remember all your.? Like, when you did it. I don't
1: write anything down ever.
0: Uh, see, the thing was with me, I don't write jokes down. Mm-hmm. I think of, like, the joke and I give it, like, a one or two word title. Yeah. You know? Um, and
1: plan a set. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like, I have a joke That's that like I posted on people, my Instagram. I, think. I have a joke that I posted on my Instagram. You guys could check out. I think it, I just called it, like, Can't Complain. And I talk about how I can't complain about things because I have it's things a great good. Joke, oh, but, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And I just. So that. I've never written that down. I just right. wrote down the two words. Can't complain. So I think yeah. we're similar in that regard. But as far as a set list, I will take out my notepad before I go on stage and write down the jokes I want to tell. I don't stick to it. Right. I rarely because you know something will happen in the audience yeah. or your brain will be like, oh shit, I, I could add this new tag and that automatically leads me into this thing mm-hmm. because you're always kind of. That's what, that was what was freaking me out when I first started doing comedy and getting good at it was the fact that, oh man, while I'm on stage, I am seven to eight sentences ahead of what my mouth is actually doing.
1: I hate that.
0: It's weird, so, so right? I
1: can't, that is like, I used to be like that too, you know, when you have like your 10 minutes or whatever, back then it was for me when I was doing that, I was like always ahead, you know, worrying about time and shit like that. And, um now i i don't want to be thinking about anything but
0: cuz you want to be in the moment
1: i'm like just trying to fuck survive out, up th- it's almost like a fight you know what i mean it's like
0: um a lot of comedians like to use the boxing analogies I, and no it's cool it works
1: it just i don't know a lot about boxing but that's just kind of how it feels for me is that i'm i'm fighting something and it, it's not even really The crowd, although it can be sometimes an actual person, but it's almost like, um, yeah, I'm just I'm fighting something up there and trying to control something and create something all at the same time, you know. It's just, and then that's why I like to like not know what I'm gonna not know what's gonna happen in a fight. You don't know what the person's gonna do.
0: That's true. Damn, I respect the hell out of that. That is so cool. You have to be able to respond. The fact that you go up there with zero game plan. I zero, mean zero.
1: Zero. and if I even start to get an inkling, I feel like I'm cheating. So I, that's why I. We talked about how I smoke pot. Like
0: you I do like that to make it hard on I yourself. Get
1: a, I do that, so I'm like, yeah. So it's hard. So I'm not. I, it's almost like I don't wow. want to be in control so I can be in
0: control or some shit like that. No, I, I get It's just so fascinating to me. Cause I've never, it's like
1: I want to be super present, super like,
0: and you are, I've always known you to be real loose up there. And, and that's why I think a lot of people gravitate towards your comedy because you don't know what you're going to say next. Yeah. But I didn't know that you don't know what you're going to say next. Cause no a lot idea. of, right. Cause a lot of people make it seem like they say good comedians make it seem like, Oh, this is just, I'm just having a conversation with you or I'm coming up, with this off the top of my head, or you see really like you know um, Marty Derosa's been on the podcast. He's great at doing crowd work, and then off of the conversation, he's having with someone in the audience, do a joke that the audience thinks is off the top of his head. But as, as comedians, we're like we've heard him do that bit yeah. before, but you weave that in. And I, I'll
1: do that too, but I don't know when or how or and you know
0: that's incredible. And
1: I yeah I don't know. So I'm going be like plan. oh I don't know what she's
0: gonna say next. Now I know that you don't know what you're going to say next. Yeah. Damn. So, so how
1: could they know? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, well, yeah, definitely. That's
1: why I'm not bored. So how could they be bored?
0: I used to think I was one of the more right? honest like, comedians not- in this scene of yeah. far as like, you know, being the same guy on stage and off stage and pushing it and, and trying new things and, and not wanting to be bored and, you know, fuck it, let's take a gamble up there. But- you make me like i feel like a pussy talking to you right now i do because it's like
1: well the other night i played damn. guitar there's a guitar up there and the crowd was rowdy and i just grabbed. i don't play guitar at all or sing i have a terrible voice me too and i just started to tell them to shut the fuck up i just told one guy to play the drums and one guy to be a horn and like one bitch to just cackle and i was like strumming and i cut my fingers up and got them to quiet down listen and and then I did 50 minutes, you know.
0: That's great. And that it, did it work? Did it sound like it's, good music?
1: No, man. But okay. it worked in the sense that I needed
0: it to work. Yeah, because you had to get them ready. That was a good way to focus yeah, the audience. It, uh, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. See, that's the stuff I really but respect. But see,
1: if I had a plan, I wouldn't have done that.
0: No, because well, most... I, well, I respect about that, too, is most comedians would see a bad situation, like, oh, this is tight crowd, this sucks. All right, well... All right, I'm just gonna have to get through this. And you're just like, No, I'm not gonna get through this. This is my show. I'm the headliner. Yeah, I'm gonna get you there, damn. It almost makes me think of the movie Almost Famous, when the lead singer Jason Lee's character is saying, You know what I do? I get people off. I look for the one person in the audience yeah. who isn't getting off, mm-hmm. and then I get them off. Yeah. Like that's the job as a front man. Totally. And as comedians, we're all front man, front woman, whatever. Mm. And and that's why I think a lot of comedians, you know, we were talking about music before the podcast started, about like, you know the jealousies I've had with music because they get to uh, record their albums in a studio. Mm-hmm. They, there's just, you know, everyone listens to music in the car. Music's just more universally liked, which I get. I love music too. Yeah. And there's that rock star quality, that taking the stage to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and as you never heard a musician stop mid-set going, hey, asshole talking in the back. You want to shut up? We're comedians. You know, yeah. if you're talking, you're disrupting everyone else around you, so it's important to hear every word we're saying. You can miss a verse or two and still enjoy the song. But we do have the advantage of that we age gracefully, you know, we could still do it into our sixties and seventies, where a lot of them, the voice goes, and it's just like, okay, you're not cool anymore, and all that. But, damn, I don't know. you're I think, a, you're a rock star, Kristen. Thanks, man.
1: I think there's, uh,
0: well, obviously, you got your Rolling Stones and people like that who yeah, still kill it. You know, I think Pearl Jam's not young anymore, everyone tells me they still put on a great show.
1: Yeah, I just saw the Foo Fighters at Wrigley, and it was
0: good, real good. Yeah, Dave Grohl's almost fifty; he's great, dude.
1: I love him. He's the nicest guy in rock and roll, they say.
0: That's what they say, which is kind of a weird thing for rock and roll. But he is. He's a great... I think when you go through what he did at such a young age, people don't realize this. When Nirvana hit it big, when Nevermind, that huge album, one of the greatest albums of all time, came out for those kids listening, uh, Look Up Smells Like Teen Spirit. I'm sure you've heard it before. (laughs) But the whole album, Top to Bottom, is great. That might be one of the worst songs on it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, he was 21, yeah, people forget wow. that he was the drummer. That's there was that m- that meme that went around where it's like the lead singer of the Foo Fighters looks a lot like the drummer from Nirvana. Yeah, uh, same guy. You know, some yeah. idiots who didn't know. But I think that guy's inspirational in a lot of ways. I'm always uh, just in awe of people who have these, like, because you hit it big once is amazing, but to do it twice, yeah, to be the drummer of Nirvana, inarguably probably the greatest band of the '90s and a band that really changed a lot of music at the time. Mm. Then very to, influential. Very influential. Yeah. Then to go into the Foo Fighters, a band that's had this longevity and mm. have had huge big albums and, and huge people hits, love them, man. huge hits, right? To do that is but, really incredible. And he seems to yeah. jump on other projects too. He's... he's. Uh, He did them Crooked Vultures with a couple dudes. um, Queens of
1: Stone Age. Queens of the Stone Age. His drumming
0: on that is fantastic. Tenacious D, he was their drummer for their stuff. Oh, yeah? You know, Jack Black and Kyle Mm. Glass. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think about uh, Larry David. To have Mm. Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Stuff like that where it's like, you can't argue the greatness of people like that. Yeah. You hear about how much they make and you go, no, they, they deserve it. Mm-hmm. Say Dave Grohl's the richest drummer of all time because he's worth like 400 million. No, yeah, he earned that Jeez, yeah. because he is incredible and he puts out incredible things and mm-hmm. people want them. There's a supply and demand for that. And and Larry David has made me laugh more than any other human being on the planet. Not him personally as like his character, Which but the words he's, he's written, those episodes. Into.
1: Like contribute. Like anything that he's had he, his hand on.
0: He changed so much about sitcoms. I'll, every now and then I come across someone who's like, oh, I think Seinfeld's a little overrated. And I'm like, when did you start watching it? And they'll be like, oh, a few years ago. I mean, it was good. But I'm like, see, it's different because you don't see it as the groundbreaking, unbelievable thing that it was because you see all the sitcoms nowadays kind of have that. Well, there's an expectation already. Yeah, well, there's an expectation, so obviously it's hard for anything to overcome the hype. But Seinfeld made it where sitcoms in the 80s, all before Seinfeld, 80s, even early 90s, was all about family dynamics. Mm -hmm. Everything was family-oriented. And Seinfeld came out with four selfish single people in New York City getting into craziness. And just being blunt as hell, and you know the show was about nothing, and they took like minutia and made it hilarious. Having whole episodes where they're waiting for a Chinese restaurant, mm-hmm. and other a lot of TV shows do that now, but Seinfeld was the first to do it. Right. So when people are like, "Doesn't seem that impressive," I'm like, "See, you, you forget there's that there's certain
1: things. The other that shows have ripped them off. There's a window to kind of catch. Oh yeah, the timing
0: thing. is everything.
1: And and it's like um, you know, you think about ch- movies from your childhood, and then. You go back... Like, for me, it's, like, Big Top Pee-wee. Okay? I love Big Top Pee-wee. You know, now, Pee-wee's
0: Big Adventure? See? Everybody was,
1: fucking says that. that yeah, I like that, too. But, like, I like Big Top Pee-wee <laughs> no, because fine. it hit me at the right age, you know? Got ya. Like, it got me in this window where I had seen Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and it was just at the right time I saw Big Top Pee-wee, and I th- felt like, oh, my... It was the funniest thing. I used to watch it, like, every day after school, <laughs> and like laugh that's where at the he joins the circus, right? The circus comes to town oh, that's in right. a storm. Yeah.
0: You know what I he heard falls somewhere? In love. I heard it because I was looking into some stuff going off the circus thing. And this is fascinating to me because I didn't know this that cuz people believe another recession's coming soon.
1: Mhm.
0: So, it could be a pretty big one I again.
1: Hear, I keep hearing stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I think there's whispers from economic people that yeah, the future Something with student loan debt, I think, is going to be a big thing. So watch out there, Oh, everyone. of
1: course they would blame that. Yep, They're fucked. I know. Of all the things, I know. that's the thing that's taking us down. The,
0: the, the nice <laughs> thing about that is that's I think after, after we come out of this next one, I think people are going to look at college completely differently. Which, mm-hmm. look, I come from a family of all college graduates, basically, at least on my dad's side. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only one that didn't. Like I've got like 46 credit hours or something in yeah. junior college on top of that and which I'm totally, you know, I'm not even saying like, as a I got my thing. GED. And so there you go. You and I, and we're both doing what we love. Yeah. So great. Is that once college was such a propaganda machine where that used to be, you got to get a college degree, you got to get a college degree, you got to get yeah. a college degree. At the same time, they were jacking up prices, just coming, jacking <laughs> them up. Like college went up like 7,000% from like 1970 to like 2010 or whatever mm-hmm. that no, configure was. And so I'm kind of looking forward to that fact that I'm not looking forward to any recession because it hurts people so much, but mm-hmm. On the other side of that, people might be like, you know what? Maybe take a year off after high school, go work, or go do this, go do that. And then after a couple of years, if you're like, you know what? I don't like the job market. There's, I think I know I want to do this. And if you need a college degree to do it, then yeah, I get think a college gonna, degree. But we need too much we, pressure.
1: We need trade people and we need trade
0: schools to we be. Need, I think at the high school level that should gonna, start. What? The high school level that should start.
1: Yeah. I think trades. Um, Hopefully trades will come back, and that'll be like you know, car factories and
0: like actual. I think it's, I I, uh, I bought a house this past, past year and we and had to redo like so much. And if I had any skill, I could have saved so much money. Well, I, to, like, I've heard there kind of is a shortage work, of people doing trades. I heard that too. They need more of them, so that'd be something to be cool to go into. But I, I was going to say this in regards to the circus. So during the <laughs> Great Depression, the circus was huge. <laughs> It's weird. People have no money, but they're finding a way to spend money in the circus because entertainment is recession-proof. Because no matter how Mm -hmm. bad things get, people still need to find a way to enjoy things, laugh or take their mind off of escapism. Yeah. Which I hate when people knock it. They go, sports is just an escape. I go, what would you rather these people be doing? They're having a good time. They're watching something. Escape from what? You think everyone should live in a constant, oh, I'm thinking about how I'm going to die one day? Like those fucking miserable people. Are you always thinking about you're going
1: to die? I'm always thinking about negative stuff because I don't, I got rid of a TV. Like I don't own a TV, and
0: I I'm think glad you call it TV, and not a television. I know some people are like I got rid of my television. Like, oh, f- don't be that fucking yeah. pretentious asshole.
1: No, and it's it is a per- it sounds pretentious, and maybe it is, but I just don't like them. And um, but do you still but, watch, so watch TV shows? So I drive shows? myself fucking crazy. No, do I just I watch YouTube.
0: So yeah. you watch like clips on YouTube. You yeah. don't, there's nothing on Netflix, you idiots, you no, don't watch don't, Netflix. So no. you, you just cut that out completely. Cut it all out. So what, are so you I reading more?
1: Go crazy. No, man. <laughs> I listen to music and I paint in the dark with you, my sunglasses on like a fucking idiot.
0: I'm, just, I'm discovering this dark artist soul of yours all of a sudden that I wasn't yeah. aware it existed.
1: Me neither.
0: Is this a new thing for you?
1: It's an evolved thing.
0: I like the painting. That's cool. But why don't you turn the lights on?
1: Because then it's the same thing as performing. Then I'm thinking, I'm trying, and I don't want to try.
0: I don't know how you do that then. So you. What's so
1: fun is Do You avoid
0: anything that leads to an escape? Well, painting is your escape. So you have music on and you're painting in the dark. Yeah. Not with sunglasses on. That was a joke, right? No, I do.
1: Because sometimes I have the sunglasses on and the hat in the house because I like it.
0: I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't want to follow up with that. That's, is that like a, I don't know, I, I guess as long as you're happy, it's probably something I'm normal. Not, I'm miserable. You're, okay. I do not like, that's what I would have thought. Why are you bring, open up the damn shades, Kristen, let the light in.
1: I don't know. I, why are I don't you miserable?
0: Know. I mean, I know you've, you've had a tumultuous year. Is that yeah. the word I'm trying to look for? Yeah, I yeah, probably yeah. butchered it, but, well, um,
1: I don't know why I'm making myself miserable, but, uh, I think there's a reason.
0: Can I mention that you went through
1: a Yeah, I got divorced okay. this year, I'll say it.
0: That's fine. I didn't want, um, you know. And Is that final? Yeah. Cool. This cool. final. Your kids are of a decent much. age where I don't think it's too bad for them, right?
1: 14 and 10 this month.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That's I mean, it always affects. They're doing people, great. But I'm sure they're They're great.
1: doing great, you know. And it's things are um like I I think I'm moving to the city soon and um
0: so, well, yeah, it's be been cool a lot of, of the convenience. See, I think it's I think, I think moving to the city is going to help you because you were living out in the suburbs and you didn't really have a lot of friends nearby you, so you just right. probably had a lot of alone time that will drive yeah, you crazy. Yeah. You're in like solitary confinement out there. Totally. You got to get out in the world. I mean,
1: I'm either in in the apartment or like in the parking garage with the pigeons up on the top like Tyson hang out like mike tyson yeah he had a pitch, pigeon coop it's like me and a bunch of pigeons sitting up there
0: does anyone have a help hotline i could give to Kristen <laughs> right now i'm worried oh, i'm wearing this stupid hat i just remembered uh those who are watching like why is joe wearing a backwards hat is he does he think he's like that guy that's gonna flirt with my mom no i'm not that guy mm. although maybe <laughs> uh it's just because i got a bad hair situation going on yeah same and yeah same too the funny thing is I can't remember, Kristen, I'm looking at you right now in a funny way because, like I said before, we, started, we thought we were recording a podcast, and we weren't. So we don't want to try to recreate the stuff we talked about on that one. But I'm wondering, did we talk about our hair situation? Because you were going out for know. some print ad. Oh, and yeah. And you were like, I didn't bring a brush. My hair was disheveled and all that yeah, shit.
1: Yeah, I had a. And I was like, if you're audition. going for, like,
0: White Trash Mom, that'd be great because <laughs> they'd be like, oh, this fits perfectly.
1: Yeah, I had a, and an audition. audition to
0: be on the cover of a book.
1: Well, it was just test shots Test shots. This morning to be on the cover of a book. I don't know what the book is. That's what I'm curious about. And normally about. I would say would you... no to something like that, but, you know, it's a book, so it can't be. I
0: wouldn't say no to that. I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll go on the cover like of the book. It depends it was... what the book is, though. Yeah, because what if you're on the cover and it's like, here's what's wrong with the world, and it's a picture viewed like, hey, what the
1: fuck? <laughs> that would be hilarious, dude. I'd that be, would be I'd
0: fucking be cool awesome. That, the price Are you is kidding right. me if
1: I was that was wrong with the world?
0: No. Yeah, I mean. Just I, I don't know. Me. You're 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 headlining <laughs> clubs now. You're touring around with Chris Redd, like we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got cool shoes on. Thanks. They're uh, Jordan
1: Youths.
0: Are they Jordan Youths? Yeah. That's can, cool. See? cheaper that way. You got what size foot are you in, in youth? Uh, six or
1: something. What size
0: foot are you in, in women's? Six. Oh, it's the same? Kids I'm, sizes I'm and women's sizes are the same. It
1: depends on the brand. Sometimes it's a five and a half. Sometimes it's six and a half.
0: I need new kicks. I don't know if you guys can see my shoes on. It's, I got these these Puma and uh, yeah, I need some new ones. These are getting pretty. I wore
1: Pumas like
0: a good white shoe all
1: through <clears throat> middle school, and probably most of high school.
0: They were pretty big in the mid nineties. There, I remember mm-hmm. people loving them. Um, they're making a comeback now. They just signed Jay Z to the deal. Oh really? Yeah, Jay Z's gonna be rocking some Pumas. So I don't know. I don't know if my next brand or my next pair is gonna be Pumas. I do like these though, but I need some new kicks. I like like a good white shoe on stage. I feel like it pops. You know, I don't know why they look cool. They look good with jeans. They look good with dark pants. Either one.
1: I've been only buying blue shoes
0: for a while. (laughs) I'll tell you a story. I had a pair of bright blue shoes. (sighs) I I hope I didn't tell this on the podcast before, Uh, where they were these bright blue Nikes. And before a show, I had to take a shit real bad, and it was a bathroom that had dun, dun, like dun, a urinal and stuff. Which almost a everyone does, most of the time. A lot of people do, right? It's pretty common. Everybody, mm. you got to get that nervous uh, poop out. And while I'm shitting, I noticed these dudes like waiting and all this stuff. It was bad. I was. <sighs> It was it was one of those ones where I'm like I don't I should go home and take a shower because I don't think there's enough wiping I could possibly <laughs> yeah, do right and um, man it's bad. You know, we it's gotta funny. come I, up with
1: something better than toilet paper I was thinking about that today oh my I god I bought wipes
0: everybody this is like
1: Marty Derosa this
0: is, this is, Marty Derosa's baby wipes but on the last podcast at we that spe- Walgreens right there oh yeah we were looking at the one and seeing Walgreens
1: I honestly. Anyway, go Before ahead. you
0: get into it, though, Kristen... I was
1: going to talk about wiping,
0: but... I know, but last week... I could tell you're not an avid listener of the podcast. <laughs> That's just no. fine. I don't even listen to it that much. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> last week, we had Kevin Bozeman on. Yeah. And the first 10 minutes was about how he has a bidet, and he strongly recommends a bidet. Okay, so we're over so, it. So, yeah. But uh, long story Covered. short... Long story short, um, you should get a bidet. And it's not that expensive. Maybe about 100 bucks. Do
1: they have them to go? Ones travel, you take on the road. That's the bidets. thing. He
0: says that he wants to try to figure that out because he goes, it feels like he's shitting in a third world country when he's on the road versus at home because he's got a bidet in both his toilets at home. Yeah. I'm like, look at you with your multiple toilets. I got yeah, two toilets I too. went
1: three months with no toilet paper and I had to take like a bird bath every time.
0: <sighs> you went three months with no toilet? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, you I'm didn't. i serious. Why serious. did you go three months with no toilet paper?
1: Because um, I just didn't get it. <laughs> For three months three months, my friends were getting very annoyed. Like it was a kind of you know, somebody should have had a, what, a of, of course your going. friends
0: were getting annoyed. <laughs> were they coming over being like, what the fuck do I do? There's no toilet paper?
1: No, I don't have people over. I'm sitting there wow. taking a bird bath.
0: <laughs> Explain <laughs> the Pain bird in bath. The dark, man. What do you do? So you, you had no lights either. What the <laughs> hell was going on? I should have had you on this podcast a while ago. I am legit concerned about you. You're my like second sober guest, so I was Dude, expecting more normal normalcy. Don't be concerned. I'm not concerned, but I'm I, I yo no. You're my friend. I'm a little, You're telling me you're not wiping for three months. What is I a would, bird bath? You're taking so when like you took I, a poop, t- you would then take a shower yes, bath right after. Yes, shower okay. bath. all right. That that works. A shower bath. A shower bath. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, all right.
1: I mean, let's not get visual. You can imagine.
0: No, I don't, we don't need to get visual.
1: Like I, I don't have to demonstrate.
0: I don't know why you wanted it for three months. Like okay. splash and. Um, I don't remember where I was going with this because I got dumbfounded by you don't have twice for three months. Um, <laughs> what was it talking about leading into that <laughs> shit? Oh no, oh, was, but by, have, the like the shit I was taking during before yeah. a show. And anyway, the, the, br- the bright blue Nikes, and it was it was a, a bad one. Like you would have thought, you would have thought I I, uh, I ate shit and the shit was coming out <laughs> oh, and it was it was shit times two, and uh, twice baked. Yes. Yeah, tw- <laughs> As I was going... So, I, I, you know, I was, I think I was closing out the show and I was getting called to stage as I was walking the stage. I heard a guy said to another guy, look, blue shoes. It was the dude in the bath. Like oh, the dudes who were in the bathroom knowing I took the worst dump in the oh, history of dumps shit. are now seen. They, the blue, cause they, that was the thing. So then I'm like, I got to stop wearing these blue shoes because, or stop <laughs> shitting in public, really stop shitting in public because someone looks under the stalls. They go, oh, someone's in there and they go, man, there's some bright ass blue shoes. Yeah. And if I, if I do something dangerous,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I mean? It is
1: <laughs> dangerous. Yeah. yeah
0: they're going to know. They're going to, you don't want to yeah. be that guy that everyone knows. Hey because then what if i'm not going up what if i'm just hanging out in a place and someone's like sick over there shit's like a beast oh, like a fucking <laughs> guy with you know irritable ball syndrome that eats uh They're eats are fritos and raw meat or something i don't know what my shit would smell like my sister used oh. to always tell me i smell like fritos which is weird i think because i ate fritos when i was a kid and she's like you smell like fritos all the time she'll be like fritos i smell like, like fritos. fritos i don't think it's that bad of smell smells there's, uh, like there's, there's worse chips Corn to smell chips. like i bet
1: Sometimes my dog's ear smells like a corn chip.
0: (laughs) They say dog's paws smell like corn chips. Maybe it's that. I think it's the paws. What kind of dog do you have?
1: um, It's a multi palm. (laughs) Her name's Cece Bloom.
0: Cece Bloom? Do you call the dog Cece Bloom? Yeah. Uh, My buddy Gary Lee. Do you remember Gary Lee, the comedian? Yeah. He has a dog named Albert Bell.
1: Oh,
0: yeah? Yeah. What does that that have to do with anything? Albert Bell, just because it's a full name. It's funny to have a dog that you call by the full name. My dog's name is Holly. Oh. Her full name would be Holly Addison Kilgallen, but we don't oh. call her that. I just call her Holly. But yeah, he's all no, like, Albert she's... Bell, come here. Albert Bell was a slugger for the Cleveland Indians back in the 90s and okay. played for the White Sox, too.
1: CeCe Bloom is uh, Bette Midler's character in Beaches, the Ooh, movie. The Wind have Beneath My Wings. Beaches, have you no, seen? No, I just
0: know the song is from that. You yeah, the they got with a,
1: it's like a, a Is it friendship? good? It's
0: kind of like a. It's
1: a girl. It's a very teary, teary film.
0: Teary. Yeah, emotional, right?
1: Yeah, but
0: I don't watch movies anymore. You don't, I don't, you're just some sort of hermit now, I feel like.
1: Yeah. I know, but I'm moving here. Too, I think so.
0: moving to the city is going to give you some life, get some vibrancy going. Yeah. You're going to walk down the street, see people, feel good. You're not too far from here. So yeah. I think that's that's the way to go. Um, so if, we could, if I could ask one question about the divorce.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to limit to one. Oh, I don't know. I just if didn't want to really get into
0: it. You, was it just one of those things where you're like, I, I, you both knew it was time. Um, do you think you guys could co-parent together going forward, oh, and yeah. that's going to work out great? Oh, that's awesome. That's that's always a big concern. Yeah, you know? there's
1: like no fighting or I'm bad feelings. I'm a product feelings. of divorce, so I think Me your kids too, will be yeah. fine.
0: You are too, so yeah, they'll make it through.
1: Yeah, they're doing well, and it was uh, friendly, and friendly split, and it was. Um,
0: Okay, ask if uh, sorry. Go, ahead. No, go says, ahead. Did comedy affect it? Did your job? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because but, I feel like when couples have different or also different lifestyles, kind of mess things up a little bit. There, right?
1: Yeah. It's more about. Um, I was talking to this with a comic today. It's more about the difference between who I am on stage and who I had to be in that setting was becoming. Too different. So it was putting... There was like a duality happening there, and it was becoming more and more... It was becoming harder to play that role that I was in there. So, you know, when you're... And I talked about this a little bit on stage the other night. It's kind of like with uh, men... You know, as somebody's wife, sometimes you can't. You kind of have to play a role. You know what I mean? And as a man, you have to play a role too, like protector and
0: things like that. And then to take out the garbage today, right? You know.
1: And then, like women, (laughs) we tend to dumb things down and make ourselves smaller, right? It's just something that we, some hard. of us do. I'm not speaking yeah, for everybody Yeah, which is probably I'm hard for you to do because
0: you're such a big personality right. naturally. Right, so like... The, I see.
1: You know, so it was becoming uh, harder and harder to be bigger you got to shine on you,
0: crazy diamond, you know?
1: <laughs> well, <clears throat> yeah.
0: I get you on that. Maybe. Uh, or not. Was he sober um, too? I was no. curious. No, but okay. But he does
1: drink a lot. You okay, know? well, that's, well I just
0: was always wondering how that works with certain relationships where one person you know obviously if he's only drinking every now and then it's not going to be a thing for you but mm-hmm. if uh, if you know if one person who's stone cold sober and the other person drinks a bunch I was wondering if that would create
1: yeah he doesn't drink a bunch but, you know? and then
0: it, was not a, it wasn't an issue it though.
1: wasn't an issue okay. it was
0: um, how long have you been sober if you don't mind me asking
1: it'll be six years in or wait yeah six years in January
0: oh well, congrats that's a big deal yeah that's, that's awesome yeah
1: yeah, I don't miss it.
0: You yeah, I think it's overrated in a lot of ways. Um, I do I do love it, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think overrated in the sense that people feel like they need it to socialize. I yeah. don't feel that way. And granted, people are listening, dude, your podcast is called Kilgallen's Pub. How are you saying this? And the whole idea of the pub is that I try to recreate the bar conversation. Because I do love the social aspect of drinking. Yeah. I like that there's like a a, a culture around drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like any culture or anything mm-hmm. that people do, you could do it to excess and then that sucks, mm-hmm. right? Because people get hurt and all that. I don't yeah. like that aspect of it. I don't like people throwing bar stools and getting rowdy and fighting. Although that's a scene. Sometimes that's enjoyable too. <laughs> like to just be like, holy shit, this happened. And it's a good story yeah. later. But yeah, I have, I of course don't want to see that. It's... uh. Like last night, I went out for the Bears-Packers game and what a shit performance that was by the Bears there in the second half. Motherfuckers. That was a bad one. Anyhow, I don't know why I'm trying to relive this, but uh, I was drinking with uh, one of my best friends. Look, he's been on the podcast, Michael Pecko. He's like um, my oldest friend on the planet. I hit him on the podcast and we just kind of like got nostalgic. It was a fun podcast. Nice. So go back and check that one out, everyone. And then Danny Callis, the dude I've been trying to get on the podcast, but he's been very busy or he's dodging me. Which one is it, Callis? Know, I'm looking right at the camera for this one. You dodging me, dude? Oh, we go way back, man. I'm trying to be I better, Danny. man. I, I don't, I don't want to be a, uh, a nuisance to you. You know what I mean? Because he's he's some big producer. Community, you should know that guy. Know. He's big time. So I'm trying to, I'm, I'm go right easy, there with man. him. I gotta, I gotta be more Sweet helpful. I be a better producer. You know, so uh,
1: up the ante. Yeah. Get right. Get DK in here.
0: I gotta get Danny in here. But we we're drinking, and it was there's kind of a fun thing where it's just like that sucked. I need a shot now. <laughs> like yeah. not a way that you're depending on it. I don't know. Just there's, there's something in that atmosphere of just being like, motherfucker. a bunch of people standing at a bar and yeah. yelling at the TV. Well, it's com- and like we're talking
1: community, right?
0: We're, we, 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 you, you bounce from conversation to conversation. I just kind of, I dig that aspect of the culture, but you don't have to drink. If one of us right. wasn't drinking, we still would have been in there doing that. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, there, and the, the unwritten rules behind drinking of the, we'll have one more. That's, that's two more. Yeah. There's like there's like little code where you're like you're not yeah. gonna just, you're not gonna pop in for one Come no on, and man, there is you know?
1: something <clears throat> you know I think it is such a big part of our culture and our history you know and tradition and just um, you know goes together and you were with, married
0: to an Irishman
1: yeah so yeah yeah
0: big culture there
1: and, and you know we met in a bar in an Irish bar and so yeah I mean that was my life you know so. Maybe I, your
0: next husband you'll meet in Kilgallon's Pub when I own the real thing.
1: Maybe. It's going to happen one day. <laughs> People are like that crazy bitch. No, hell no. <laughs> like, <laughs> want to paint in the dark? We can paint in the dark.
0: That could be kind of romantic. There's a dude out there who's like, yeah, I'll paint in the dark. Let's paint in the dark. Yeah. And then you, they found out it's not an in you, I know, and you're literally like, can you mix those two paints for me, please? I'm trying to get a nice purple going here. And you're like,
1: okay. I'm using purple right now.
0: Yeah, it's a mm. good color purple behind me right now? No, don't you just want to pet that wall. I don't want to pet that wall.
1: Um yeah, no. I have uh I haven't dated anybody yet though.
0: Are you trying are you pursuing that at all? Or are you just kind of avoiding it or are you gonna let it happen naturally?
1: I think I'm just gonna see what happens.
0: So you've never had the urge, see that's maybe the, uh, you know everyone always had tells sex me not to be No, that's fine, you can talk about that. Like
1: I mean, I'm talking about it on stage. You, so I guess you'd
0: think you'd just at this point. How long you been apart? How, when was a year. Well, Never mind. I was gonna ask. That's way too personal. I was gonna ask when the last time you had sex was. But uh, that's not. That's too much. But you, a you, year. You're not a one night stand type. A year. It's a been a year. year.
1: Yeah.
0: One year. Why well, don't the next time you're on the road, make sure, you know, make sure it's a clean looking dude though. Someone who looks cleanish, and then just be like, hey,
1: I need advice from all of my guy friends because I don't know how to do this. Like I was talk
0: to one of the single guys. I don't know if I'm. Doing I was any help married. For you and how long were you married for 14 years damn that's good you so got married like young too there, didn't you
1: yeah so there's like this these apps and everything and every everybody seems so miserable on these um like when i talk to my single friends they're, they're nobody seems real happy
0: but i them. don't know if i'd want to be i mean i i think every married person every now and then thinks to themselves and and you know i'm not saying there's anything wrong with my marriage but it has a moment of where they're like uh, well, what would it be like to be single again? Mm. You know, that sort of thing. And mm. um, I definitely think about it now and immediately go, nope, don't want that. Because it sounds complicated as shit nowadays. Yeah. People aren't meeting in the way that they did before I got married. And I think I got married. I used to joke where I'm like, I, I would get married the same summer that apps to make banging strangers become readily available. <laughs> like, what bad timing on my end, you know?
1: Yeah. I just feel like, you know, why I haven't had sex is because. um, You don't know how? I don't know. I can't get it up. You know, because I think
0: that. It is nice that women don't have to get it up. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But I think without.
0: You're sober anyway. You'd be fine in that area. There's a lot of drunk male (laughs) comedians we know who I think they probably struggle and need a pill or two to help them along the way.
1: I just think if it doesn't mean anything, then it's just kind of like a mutual masturbation thing, you know. It's almost like ah, so you want meaningful? What's the sex. point? Yeah, because like it's it is different for women in the sense that, or for me, I don't want to speak for women because I'm. It's like you're letting someone in to your body. That's true. You know, it's like
0: yeah,
1: and. I don't know. For me, I just think it's better to have some feelings attached at this age. You know, I'm not young. I can get that. I don't know. It would
0: make the sex better too when there's That's feelings. That's what I mean.
1: When there's feelings involved. Otherwise, just masturbate. What's the difference? You know, then you don't have to worry about some the Some people rest like of the shit.
0: chase. They like the companionship, yeah, but you can though. Do the sh- it's kind of a thrill. chase and the
1: companionship without just.
0: That's true. Talking. But I think the one night stand people, like, kind of like that. It's kind of. I know from the male point of view, it's kind of fun to be like, go into a bar.
1: Well, the male... Yeah, See, I think they. T- I think that's
0: where I think the apps take the fun out of it, where if you go into like a bar or, or, or you just meet someone at a party or whatever, you know, yeah. and you, uh, you know, wherever it is, the dog park, so it doesn't even have to have alcohol in the equation, and you strike up a conversation, Yeah. and then it's like, oh, what are you up to later tonight? And then I... But real quick, if you ever want to stand from somebody at a dog park, that's a little weird. That's not mm-hmm. weird, because... I, you know, my Wait, problem, like is, people would my problem go is, my problem is, after that's that? my thing. I'm thinking one night stand has to be you meet and then you bang after that. That doesn't work. If anything, you'd meet someone at a dog park, you exchange numbers, you hit each other up and then maybe meet for some coffee or a drink and right. then the banging happens. So that's not really a one night stand. But I think there's a thrill that some people get out of the one night stand where it's like, hey, what I, is I don't the know. the one night stand where you just... You meet and then bang that night. That's yeah, a one does night stand, right? that
1: outside of alcohol?
0: <laughs> I don't think so. How <laughs> the it, hell would that work? How is
1: that even like...
0: Maybe at happen. a party, two sober people at a party, but no, because then they're they're. they're I don't. Like, damn, do,
1: does that happen outside of? Anyone listening? Has you,
0: I on. want listeners. Have you ever had a stand, sober, one night sober, stand completely sober, and the other person has to be completely sober too? Yeah, too. But weird.
1: And th- then you never speak again. Meet? That seems weird because it... yeah, wouldn't it's you like, follow up
0: being like, yeah, hey, that was fun"? Yeah, or?
1: like we have clearly we were both conscious. Yeah, <laughs> conscious. I guess you uh, have to have.
0: You have to be. When well, we could both one, be of, one of
1: us left a lot. Like we were both alive when we left. So wouldn't you? Does pot make speak people speak horny again? though?
0: Because I was gonna say, could two people be stoned and have a one night stand? I've never, I don't smoke a, uh, I've smoked a little bit here or there. I'm not going to be like some guys yeah, like I, I think, don't smoke, but.
1: I think you could be on almost anything and have sex.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if like weed gets you horned up the way like alcohol or from whatever. Oh, no, cocaine does. Oh, no, I don't think does.
1: It, it's quite the same. Like, I I, th- I, think it might lower your inhibitions a little or make you way more anxious.
0: Well, I could see being at but a party like, where you're stoned on the there's something
1: about couch. booze that makes you drop, um. It's sort of primal,
0: I think. Yeah, well, because if you go to like a nightclub... And maybe that's the thing. Two people could go to like a dance club. They're dancing, grinding on each other. I guess those two could be completely sober. And It's like, yeah, let's go back to my place. Mm-hmm. That's how it would probably happen.
1: Yeah. I could because see. the
0: dancing is the fun. It's f- you know be what I mean? dark and some it's the music. something. It's got to be a little physical. I can't just yeah. imagine two people at a like coffee that would shop lead talking to, and then make a laugh. I feel like it would lead maybe to more, happens.
1: though. I, I really do. Yeah, it wouldn't be one wouldn't night be like well, an accident. It wouldn't it, be like a mistake. You're right. Because you're like going into it knowing. The one doing. night
0: stand in that situation would be, oops, sorry, I moved the cord. Apologies, Dude, listeners. I won't, no, it just, it's moved it ever so slightly. Uh, the one night stand in that situation would be if the sex was awful. Like if it was terrible, Oh, yeah, terrible sex. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, that would make sense.
0: That's how it would go, because then you're like, I'm not calling that person again. Yeah. So. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I don't know, it's curious. So you're, yeah, well, I hope then someone sets you up on a date or two. If you if you want it, or maybe you're just like, no, I'm I'm living this rock and solo style. I don't know. I think you should keep all your options open, Kristen. I might not have said that if you didn't tell me about not wiping for three months and not that you you don't wipe, or the whole uh, painting in the dark situation. Bird baths. I like how you call it a bird bath. When I hear bird (laughs) bath, I'm imagining you after going to the bathroom squatting into a sink like you're that's you're what i want you're even getting to see, up that's on the see, sink that's not what it's it not what you're doing though that's right? not what
1: it was but i like that
0: that you're giving idea. me that visual
1: i like that idea a bird bath
0: kristen <laughs> to me fucking in a bird bath not fucking but like fucking around like it's you like splashing around a little bit Ooh. <laughs> you had one of my favorite jokes the whole uh about scones looking like you're <laughs> yeah could you say it
1: my puss yeah <laughs> i have a fat puss that.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh so <laughs> switching gears slightly but also staying on the same point. You uh do you have any like I don't know, do you still go to AA meetings or anything or
1: No, I never did. Never did. I went to one. And I could
0: see you walking in there and be like, oh fuck these sad sacks <laughs> no. and getting the hell out of there. Uh
1: no. I'm not really like that, you know. I can be like that, but I'm not really um i'm not really like that i kind of just save it save all that for that so it's
0: like your therapy then stand up what made you get into stand up i'm sorry i hate to ask that cliched question but because you've been doing it for what eight years now seven years
1: well it'll be 10 10 in november for my first mic but i've been sort of i was on and off there for a little bit so i don't know exactly
0: Uh, I'm listening. I'm not. Don't worry. The cord doesn't matter with the cord. I don't know why it got tangled. I'm sitting still for the most part. And I got to keep it stretched because if I don't, then you get the little bit of, you've heard that little bit of.
1: I don't care about that because at least it's recording.
0: Yes. That's the big part of it. Sorry, everybody. This is not the most professional podcast I've had in a while with the whole freaking getting everything ready and going. But we both sound well. I think it sounds pretty good. Yeah. So far. So far. Right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm just baffled by some of these revelations I found out about you. I want to try to think if I could share something Wait, about myself that makes you think, oh, cool. Not um, that there's anything you should be embarrassed about. I just can't picture you because I see you as the person on stage. Yeah. You know, if anyone's at the door, you could come on in. It's yeah, cool. Don't worry about in. it. What's up, Nick? Um, yeah, the right person. are good, man.
1: The person that's on stage, I think of it kind of like the Hulk, you know? <laughs> because I do. Like, it, there is a rage that comes out, there's a anger and all that shit. And, uh, like, I could could get like that.
0: Do you consider yourself an angry person?
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I could get have like that. Have you ever that. fought? Have
0: you ever gotten into a fist fight? Yeah, with dudes and I stuff. actually, didn't you have, like, a TBT of you, like, uh, arrested photo? Uh,
1: yeah, I've From the arrested. Elk Grove Police
0: Department? What'd you get arrested for? Let's talk about that shit.
1: Uh, if you're cool with that. Yeah,
0: let us talk about it. I, I mean, I'll Larry King you over here where it's like, <laughs> hey, did you do this? Let's get into that, like, or whatever the fuck that guy says. But uh, no, I was just curious about that because I've never been arrested and people find that shocking. Really? That is shocking. Straight yeah, white but man, quick, baby. So, arrest this?
1: I do have anger. And like when I was drinking, you know, that anger was hard, obviously, much harder to control. And that just sort of like very impulsive, very, um, you know, all the things that I am now, just a lot more of it and harder to control and so the, i'm trying to control that and so uh and use it for something positive since i'm kind of stuck with it anyway and also you know it i feed it i fe- i do feed into it um like sadness and anger but because it's good for up there yeah you know like you can't it really be happy and do do what we do um I, you think, I, I think, I think, no,
0: I think you could be happy. I think you just, uh, like, I, I think I'm misunderstood. That's why I was, I was, I was getting into this with people and I've probably talked about it on the podcast a couple times. So, you know, I have a really bad temper that I'm working on trying to fix and you know, I've always been known. It's always been one of my like trademarks thing. And any group of friends I've ever had, everyone's like, oh yeah, dude, this guy's got a short fuse. That's mm-hmm. just part of my makeup. And, but I don't want people thinking I'm, I don't like the idea of people thinking I'm angry. Or oh, dude, he's he's a he's a, you know yeah. bad mood type of guy or whatever. No, I'm happy as shit the vast majority of the time. My material on stage reflects anger mm-hmm. because I I think overreaction is hilarious. Mm-hmm. When people like like when someone stubs their toe and they're like motherfucker and they're just like that, yeah. I cry with laughter. It's the funniest shit. I used to laugh my ass off in the car as a child when I when my dad would get road rage and would be swearing at other yeah. cars like I thought that was so damn funny and me I still too, think it's yeah. funny like Chris Farley was one of my favorites as a kid when he would like be like holy shnikes you know and mm-hmm. just be like
1: yeah and
0: or Adam Sandler and Happy Gilmore like wanting to fight right. people like that was that stuff kills me so mm-hmm. but then when people see me snap on stage where like if something pisses me off during the show or if like you know I'm like this is fucking dead-ass audience or boring or something goes wrong and I you know, I don't do it that often, but when I do it, it's enough where people are going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe tw- two or three times a year I'll have one of those sets. Yeah, you do. Where I tell everyone to go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. And like and whatever. You're
1: like legit mad.
0: And yeah, and then people are like, man, that dude, don't, don't talk to him afterwards. I see it when yeah. I get off stage, people are like, getting the fuck out of the way. And that always bumps me out because I feel like as friends, someone should be like, dude, it's fine, man. You're, you're going to wake up tomorrow and feel better. Just, I get it didn't work out tonight or they, they did suck or fuck that person or whatever, you know, I, but I think so many, I feel like when I get off stage, I'm like radioactive to them and they're just like, oh, we gotta, let's back away from them because, you know, so many comedians are punks. They're just so non-confrontational. Mm-hmm. Look, I love comedians. I love anyone who does this because it's a hard thing to do and if you got that in you, I'm all, I'm all about you. I just to think, I just don't want to be not liked for something I'm not. Yeah. You know, there's a lot sure. of, there's a plenty Believe me, there are plenty of like reasons not, not to like, like Joe Kilgallen. I got your reason. But don't think it's because I'm some miserable fuck. You know what I yeah. mean? It's not, yeah, I got a bad temper, but I'm always quick to say I'm sorry. And usually I don't mean when I say, I'm just, when you're in the heat of the moment up there, you're you're going to fucking go off the handle a little bit there. When and you're in a fight. You're in a fight. Like you talked yeah. about, like you're, you're, it's, it's very difficult. You say one little thing wrong and it gets compounded It's like up when there.
1: you're in a fight, you'll say whatever the fuck it takes, you know? Yeah. And like, That's how it is up there. And I don't really, you know, I mean what I say up there most of the time. I mean it when I fucking say it, but I don't always mean it. You know, I think there's such a weird, never, we're all talking constantly. And we're all going on the record with fucking nonsense all day. That's just how it is. And now we're being held to the stupid shit that we say that, or th- stupid thoughts that we tweet. And it's like, that's like time stamped and it's like written in blood. You know, it's stupid. That's people a say, very disappointing part of it. People say shit in the heat of the moment and it shouldn't haunt you forever. You know, and especially if it was entertaining or of some value in in that moment. Then
0: Is that the most upsetting thing to you about comedy right now? If there was one thing in comedy you would change, what do you think? You, I mean, that's a loaded question, but what would you...
1: About comedy. Because
0: I think you stick to your guns in the sense that, you know, you talk about how you never know what you're going to say. Yeah. So you know that would make it hard for someone to book you for a late night spot because they don't know what set they to I don't want to
1: do a late night spot. And that's what
0: I like about you because you're like, no, that's just, that's not for me. It wouldn't look And you've look accepted right. that. And I've, you're...
1: I've said that before because anybody that would like that set that I would do wouldn't like what I'm doing other times. So why would I want them to get the wrong idea?
0: that's something that if you're a young comic listening you could really take to heart and if you're not right. a comic you could apply that shit to your job i don't know what the fuck you do <laughs> speaking of which though what other job could you have done besides comedy what did you used to do
1: um i was a bartender
0: cool <laughs>
1: i feel like <laughs> another if,
0: piece of the puzzle eh
1: yeah i feel like i could have been like a fun aunt that does hair in the basement
0: it's not a good living i don't think but if you're happy you know it all I mean? matters right
1: like have a Wash bowl in the basement, and like a ten or twelve women that come, and that's it. And you, you know, and I watch like the neighbor kids, maybe. Do you like hair? No. <laughs> but this? i just thought that that would be that's a- what i
0: was thinking i was gonna go with this for a second and be like yeah i could totally see you just like you know you got soap operas on in the I background just, and gossiping yeah, a little right. bit and being I like i don't like know I what you're fucking doing with way. your roots and you're right. swearing a lot you'll always yeah. have to swear smoking, a lot with you yeah. smoking washing and hair and
1: smoking ashing
0: in someone's beehive if you don't like their yeah. cut of their jib you know
1: yes. I, think I like that, that phrase cut, been a cut of your jib
0: that's a good one right cut
1: of your jib
0: you ever hear that one i don't like the cut of your jib i think that's from the 70s yeah. I'm trying to think of different slangs. You know, everyone start whenever someone starts to overdo it with like a slang word, you hear that? Oh, damn, I thought we were going to hear car in the background, everyone. I got excited, which is <laughs> it's like wrong. There's a, a girl walking right. by wearing quite the outfit. Anyhow, I shouldn't, I got a big window open and we're seeing a lot of foot traffic on the street, everyone. But I, uh, like, when everyone starts to say something, I'm like, I don't want to say anymore. So when people describe one of their favorite songs, they go, oh, that's my jam. I, Go out of my way now when I talk about a song. I like, I go, Oh, that's a great tune. Hey, that's my tune. That's your I, tune. You got to switch it up. I don't want to, you don't want to be part of the herd, everybody. You got to look for ways to stick outside of it. Yes. Right? I think it's a key to life. You got to just, all right, you see everyone going that way? Go right. Go don't to your go own left.
1: Tune. Dance to your own tune. Yeah,
0: dance to your own tune. You know, you got to like, uh, you got to change the cut of your jib. Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> well I just that happens now and what's nice though is I think everyone has so much ADD that the bad slang goes away. Remember on Fleek, people said that for like 18 months. That was a bad 18 months. Yeah. That's on that fleek. shit's on Fleek. Lit needs to go away. Now that one's too much. That shit's what's lit. That's another one. Um fire emoji. When people are using fire emoji that's lit. I'm not I'm so
1: that. Ba- bad at uh knowing like I wouldn't say that I'm um ahead of
0: you don't have your curves. pulse. You don't, you know, have, the, I don't your have your, your my fingers on the pulse. On, of, uh, yeah, I don't have
1: my pulse on the fingers. On the f-
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I started thinking more like, oh, what other things did I say instead of other stuff? But then I found myself picking up on like a lot of Irish and British sayings from watching like TV shows out of there. Mm. But some of them are fun, man. Yeah. I dig. I like one of my favorite ones that my wife got pissed off about though because um, I was saying it one one or two times I said it kind of like a jerk. And I'll admit, it, you know, I've been jerkish. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where she was saying something, I'm just like, wait, wait, well, what do you want about? I like saying, what do yeah, you want? What do you want about? You on about? Mm-hmm. That's a fun one. Yeah. Sometimes I say it like in a fun way, and she mm-hmm. didn't mind. But then one time she said, it's like, she's like, you got to stop saying that shit.
1: I'll say like, okay. fuck all.
0: Oh, he Which doesn't know fuck means, all. Yeah, yeah that's like, a good one. It means
1: nothing. They
0: got some good ones over there. Mm-hmm. You know what my favorite Canadian one was? Chirping. Like this guy's What's chirping that? me over here. Like What's he's that? talking shit. Like he's chirping. Oh yeah.
1: Like okay.
0: So the dude started chirping in my ear to take Taking care of. Take a bird him. bath. Yeah, tripping a birdbath. <laughs> sure. Birdbath is another good one for you, too. you got to get a birdbath for that butthole. You know, that's something you could start mixing in a conversation. <laughs> I feel like that will work out well for you.
1: Get the merch with it.
0: I don't know. i got to come up. I'm going to write, like, a top ten new slang words for that. But then here's the thing, everyone. If I start pushing my slang words on you and you start using them, mm-hmm. now everyone's got to see. you got to go your own way. Go your own way. That could, that could be something. I don't know.
1: It's a Fleetwood Mac song.
0: Yeah, it is, actually. It I is have something. that. I, that's on the album... Uh, rumors rumors i got that one it's a big one i it's got it on vinyl i got a vinyl Do record you? collection now. i, just I got, got about a 20, vinyl 25. record
1: player a couple months ago
0: it's pretty great i think what i like about it i know some people out there are like it's oh that's, that's hipster the, shit but it's a
1: red cosley with um
0: crosley yeah that's it yeah with the. Uh, it's a red cosby shell it's
1: a bring uh, a bing crosley <laughs> it's got a bluetooth on it
0: oh the Bluetooth. i got the i bought it like the year before the bluetooth thing became a thing because the one I have does have a cord where so I buy a, I buy a record, I could put the record on and I could hook this cord into my laptop and I could download the record onto my laptop. Which is mm. cool. So yeah. it's got it's got like an MP three converter, it's called. Okay. So that part of it's pretty dope. But I like that records and you know, vinyl's made such a strong comeback. And I know there's some people out there like, ah, oh, that's hipster bullshit, you know what I mean? You just mm. download it to your phone or steal it and all that. I like what I like so much about it is and if CDs made a comeback, I'd be just as excited. Mm-hmm. Because, well, because i still have some old ones but is because it's something it's tangible i like being yeah. able to hold something you look through this there's the lyric booklet there's the you know there's some cool art yeah, in the inside in the
1: inside yeah. yeah
0: and i feel like nowadays the only the cover art is the thumbnail mm-hmm. they don't even need to worry about the back Dude, art because then there's then no I'm back so, like
1: thirsty for the artwork that i like click on you know the flyers are album covers on instagram and i'm like zooming in trying to because it's nice to find like the little easter eggs and things in, in album artwork you know yeah and it's you so hard recorded to something
0: that. is that gonna are you gonna put that out or what is are you still working uh, on it or
1: it's done i guess but like i don't want to it has to be re-edited and i don't want I don't want anything taken out of it. I got you. Because it was just... Um, I
0: was curious because what were you thinking about for your cover art for that? What would you do for your album?
1: Hmm. Well, it's going to be... I'm holding it because it was done at a time right before like uh, my marriage started to like end. So it was really a time capsule and I changed it to how I felt at the time because it's like really how I was feeling. And now this next hour is will be like, hopefully people will get to know me through that. And then it'll be interesting to go kind of go back and see where the difference between that hour and this one.
0: That's pretty cool. Maybe it releases so a like double a, album.
1: Yeah. Like a double album. That'd
0: be pretty cool. You do see comedians doing that. I was actually thinking about doing that because uh-huh. with my material right now, I have, I have about an hour of new dad stuff. Yeah. Almost. So I almost want to kind of do it where I could tell the story from conception to the delivery room because I, I kind of close on this delivery room joke lately and, and I got like a, and stuff in between. Mm-hmm. So, but then I'm starting to think do I want a whole hour of kids' stuff? Because then, you know, if there's people out there who are like, oh, I can't really relate to that. Not that I don't think you need to, though. I think my material, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm talking about like shit that you deal with and that you hear. I don't think it's someone in the crowd. If you're in the crowd and you're like, I'm not a dad, I don't have to fucking time. you're not listening then, you know, which yeah. so many people aren't doing nowadays because everyone well, yeah, has to hear their little buzzwords and it throws them off if it's not something they relate to. And then I've got a whole. Other chunk of stuff, when I do longer sets, I mix them both in, but part of me is like, do I want a, uh, an hour, do I want to do an hour--long album of 30 minutes of dad stuff and 30 minutes of non? Because then I'm'm going to lose a lot of that stuff. What do I do without that other 20, what do I do with that other 30 minutes of kid stuff? Mm-hmm. How do I choose which kid stuff to do? So I'm almost thinking, I maybe I think do a whole stop hour thinking one.
1: about it like kid stuff and non-kid stuff, and just start thinking about it as stuff.
0: That's good, but you know when you're on, but when you with an album though, I don't, I can't just open with I'm a dad. Then that that frame, frame, then shit, and then going all this other weird shit, and go. You're going to make other
1: people put it in that frame. You're doing it already, so now they're going to do it. That's how you're doing it. So don't think of it that way. Just think of it as <sighs> material, man.
0: Damn, damn, you want to leave on that brilliant note, don't you? <laughs> that is brilliant. That's that's very smart. That is actually funny as hell to me because the way you said it. I said something similar. Uh, I was thinking on the car ride over. I was listening to the Cubs game on the ride over here, and the one player struck out, and it was on a – or no, he didn't strike out. He hit a little bullshit ground on a 3-2 pitch. This guy, Albert Elmora. And I'm like, this guy, every time it's 3-2, he has to swing, even though it's not, not going strike. Mm. Because he's – if you're up there with two strikes on you and you're thinking, I don't want to strike out, I don't want to strike out, I don't want to strike out – that's why you're striking out. right? You know, so that's what you just said is kind of what I was thinking, yes. but I didn't know how to apply it to my own freaking life, yeah. which, is so totally. this, yeah, which is so funny because on this hell yeah, which is so funny because on this podcast so many times I'll have a comedian getting to awesome. comedian and then I go, oh, wait, hold on. I know how I could take what you just said from your experience as a comedian, and apply to someone listening who might be like, "Hey, I'm a butcher," which is my buddy Peck was a butcher, or I'm a lawyer, or I'm a whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever they do, and that way they're still getting. Because I wanted people listening to get value out of some of the deeper conversations we have, where they're not just like, "Oh, I'm not fucking me. I don't that going on with that." So that is, you know, so that, think about that in life, everybody. What you're thinking, what you're putting out? This it's almost it's law of attraction shit, really. I know a lot of people dog the secret, but I definitely think there's a lot to the law of attraction. Yeah. yeah. Um, and well, I've only gotten hit you're to that framing within the last it year In to- your
1: mind, it's like you cre- you're creating. So uh, th- you're cre- that's what you're actually doing. Not even like, you know, your, your job is to create material. And you're creating it under one umbrella. And then saying, oh, I'm pissed that people are putting it under this umbrella. It's like, well, you fucking wrote it there.
0: Yeah, that's true. And now that I said it out loud and I'm like, oh, I don't want people hating me. But I'm putting out a shit version of myself in front of people who don't know me and you know everyone's always working on themselves every day with what they gotta deal with. But with well
1: here's the thing oh, I that for, I want oh, yeah, to ahead. go back to that Hulk thing that I was talking about. Oh yeah about. shit, sorry. Because what I've been working I'm picture on picture you green
0: now. That's fine. Yeah.
1: What I've been working on, and you need to work on this so this listen up, man. Because this is what you're talking about with the anger. There's nothing wrong with being that fucking angry. You have reason to be angry And you're being told constantly you don't. And that is enough to piss anybody off, let alone somebody with a fucking anger issue. So there's no getting away from being angry. And it's okay that you're angry. And it's okay that you don't know how to express that the right way because the ways that you've been taught your whole life are no longer allowed. So you have to figure out how to change that anger. Yeah, you're
0: right. Those ways aren't allowed. They're not allowed. Punching drywall is a dick move, apparently. Right.
1: Now you can't do the things that you know how to do. The whole country's gone soft. (laughs) Right. So, and you're also being told it's not okay for you to be mad about it. So, you have the blessing of this place and places like it that you can let that, I think of it like this, a shaken bottle of pop. The audience feels that way at this time because everything's so crazy and we all feel like that. So my, you know, part of what I do up there is trying just to let a little bit of that out for them and for me. And so just a little bit, not blow the fucking top and not keep it in, but just let out a little bit at a time. And it's controlled, but it's doing everybody what it's supposed to do. And it's hard. It's harnessed. relieving that tension. It's relieving yeah. the tension. But when you blow your, f- when you don't do that, then it blows up in your face. And
0: then everyone's got And then everybody's mad. Them. Yeah. Because they're like, Because they're mad.
1: like, I didn't bring my Gallagher poncho, you yeah.
0: cocksucker. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Look at us. Just two blue-eyed lunatics getting deep right now. Yeah. All right, all right. I like, see, now I'm liking the yin and yang of where you're coming from. I'm, I'm, I, I am digging the hell out of this knowing that, cuz you're right i have to start sometimes you have to put yourself in the position of how is the other people feeling and as comedians what's what's the tension for the audience yeah. because i know there's something like we, we as comedians are like all right you know shit's a little bit weirder nowadays because no matter who you are someone can have their phone out there's and can cut the, like there's there is a tension there and even when people are going to comedy clubs to escape whatever realities that are bothering them currently they still are kind of like, when you bring it, that's the thing that kills me that I've been saying a million times what's pissing me off with America and American culture right now is that this PC shit that I don't think is shit in a lot of ways. Some ways I think, yeah, that's good. Let's evolve. Let's not say words that are, are really low class and hurtful towards people. But then I think, I've seen great comedians go up there, bring up a subject, and the whole audience tightens the fuck up on them and doesn't even listen to what they have to say. And that's what's killing me right now. And that's why I don't even like the idea of People marching against people speaking at certain universities. Listen to them. Listen mm-hmm. to them. If you're, if, if, why are you so afraid of letting them talk? If you right. think their message is shit, let everyone else hear that message and they'll decide I for agree. themselves too. Absolutely. I and mean, obviously there's cultist shit out there that you gotta be weary of, but like be, be more be be so confident in your side. That I you think don't the care cultist the shit that, that we have
1: to worry about is not the shit that's being prohibited. If anything, it's the shit that's being fed sneakily.
0: Yeah, like that under.
1: The subliminal shit, yeah. you know? So I think anything that, like, if I were to sit here and start rattling off. See, the I, should have, N-word, I should have smoked you know? up with
0: you before this. That way we'd be on the same team with, uh, like, on the same wavelength, you know? Maybe but I'll do that every once It's good maybe, that we're
1: not because then nobody would get it because you have to ask.
0: Well, then we'd just be well, silly, though. What I'm talking Some about. Some silliness what, is pretty good, though, gotta too. I don't know there. what you're about. Uh,
1: But if I was up here st- just saying the N word over and over again. Is that more? dangerous? I would definitely cut that from the podcast. Right, but is that dangerous? You know, or is that more dangerous than kids watching a bunch of advertisement for McDonald's or something? You know what I mean? Like, what? What? Where's the monster? You know, as a, monster? as
0: a as a as a you know, you're a parent of two way older kids. I've, I've, got, a one, I've got a one at home. I. Don't worry, it's still. Recording. I
1: will fucking it's kill you, recorded. dude.
0: You saw just this... I got to get a longer cable. These are three-foot mic cables, and I got to get, like, the six-foot ones or the 16-foot ones, so this doesn't happen this we're going. To, we're going to wrap it up here because we're a little... I wanted to keep this one closer, like an hour 20. All right. Sorry, everybody, for this little technical... All right. There we go. So, um... What the fuck was I saying? Shit. What was I saying, Kristen? Um, oh, we're both such idiots.
1: That you should have smoked up, and then you said...
0: Oh, no, we're both... I, I got a one-and-a-half-year-old. You know, you got yeah. older kids like that. Um, and what's nice right now is that, like, he watches... You know, when I show him some stuff, it's PBS, which is all educational kid stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the other stuff will be Netflix. I try to have everything be a little educational because he's one5 an old I'm not being television. a
1: judgy cunt about it. I'm no, just No, I don't saying. think you are.
0: But, no, I was going to add to that because you're talking about, like, commercials for McDonald's and commercials. Because well, no, advertisements will fuck is with the, people's heads, no, you know? No, I know.
1: But my point is not even about advertising. My point is, like that a one per, a single person should be able to say and think. Because if you control what we say, then you're controlling what we think. And if we're not allowed to say stupid, ignorant things like the N-word, um, then we're not allowed to think
0: freely. I, I get what you're saying there. I could see some of that. Like, what's worse? The Because wor- I know people get more Not upset. Not that I
1: want to say the end No,
0: word. I know you don't. I know you're right. just giving that example because that's like yeah. the one word it's that really... It's an
1: extreme example.
0: Totally. Uh, but I-, I think... The
1: fact is, anytime you start banning language...
0: It's a slippery slope thing where it's like, right. where else does it go from here? You know, all that kind of stuff. If people are going to say ignorant shit, I think that exposes them for being... Who they are. They expose them for being shit. And when I when I hear people say shit, I'm like, all right, well, now I know not to deal but with a person like that. But also, doesn't...
1: I take that right back. But I was going like to say... It doesn't expose them for who they are also. Sometimes you just think stupid shit. And like sometimes when Kramer you say said the N-word shit. during that thing. And it's okay to say and do stupid shit. You shouldn't... It should not ruin your entire career slash life slash friends, whatever, to have a thought, a dumb thought. If you if all of us are afraid to think or say something stupid, then there's no moving forward. Because I you, would ag- you have to move forward.
0: I would agree on that.
1: And if you're restricted in any way It really slows things down.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're not saying I want to start hearing people say horrible words during the seven o'clock whatever TV shows on at that time and everything. I'm not saying we should relax censorship in that regard, but I definitely think there is something about we are so we're more tied to words than action, right? I think Uh,
1: it's hypocritical to pretend that that's even an issue, like a. It's not an issue. That's even a problem worth discussing at this point, considering everything else that's going on the fact that um you know they're censoring television at this point is sort of laughable to me
0: yeah i I was thinking this too the number of times where i'll watch a show like you know there's a movie on tnt everyone could probably relate to this and they'll say um, the, the the phrase in the actual movie, like the actual movie, it'll be like the character saying, this motherfucker. But in the thing, they'll say like this mother father or this, uh, mm-hmm. this blood sucker. I've heard that one last lot. Instead of cocksucker, they say this blood sucker, which mm-hmm. I'm like, who would ever say that as a real insult? This guy's a real blood sucker over here, huh? Right. Sucking blood and cutting people off in traffic. Yeah, blood sucking mother f- sucker. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's like,
1: is, is motherfucker the problem here?
0: No, but in that same no. movie, they'll show a guy like get gut stabbed and just like, your head chopped off right. and blown up and I'm like how is that okay right. how is that image isn't the image the action more damaging to a of child it than is. hearing the word shit or fuck or puss of course
1: it is absolutely but it also you know
0: but then advertising used to fuck with control. people's heads because it makes people think they need things that they don't need and, and mm-hmm. you don't realize like I remember yeah. thinking about this recently with you know my son watching Netflix doesn't have commercials PBS doesn't have commercials mm-hmm. and thinking this is great Because he doesn't – he's going to grow up this way watching Netflix and um, PBS Mm -hmm. and never think, I want that stupid toy because the commercial tells me I need that stupid toy. Right. You know? So that's what's kind of cool because I remember growing up being like, oh, I want the Power Ranger uh, Megazord or I want this Ninja Turtle uh, sewer thing. I I think it's more –
1: I don't know. And then know. If and you I don't get, get so it. And your friend things. gets
0: it. You think your friend's better than you, mm. or you think oh, he's lucky, or then it makes you reflect, like, oh, why can my parents afford this? This sucks. Maybe we're poor. And it's just all this shit that you don't need. Well, and, I, I and feel it's like, awful.
1: you know, seeing a commercial for a toy and wanting that toy is part of growing up and it's part of life, you know, whatever. No, that's normal. But don't get me that's wrong. That's normal. But. but I think.
0: I, I don't have to deal with that. I it. don't that's think great.
1: like a toy commercials is as much the issue. Is that's is obviously a very small fucking, example that
0: me as a guy who doesn't want to pay for every stupid right, right. little toy. No, but I'm talking about if I could afford, them, great. But you know,
1: I'm talking about like subliminal, repetitive, malicious advertising. I'm not talking about like. Give an
0: example. Do you, you have one off the top of your head that you're thinking specifically on this one? I mean, I know what you mean. There's a lot of subliminal I mean, shit out there. Don't get me of wrong. Them. Well, right think, now that's switched over to Facebook and, and social right. media because that's where the attention is there. Now, right. are you staying off not of that as, more? Like
1: when we grew up, when we were growing up, you know, it seemed like that was the situation. Like you saw a commercial for something that you wanted, and the worst thing that was going to come out of that was that your friend would get it and you didn't get it. You know, or or even like you're lusting after which I, which I get. accessories that aren't included or some shit. Yeah. And, and, and like now it's not help. that innocent to me. It seems like it's not even towards children. I feel like adults even are affected constantly by advertisement and um I feel like it's it's a corrupted business to begin with that's been
0: Well, that's the whole marketing thing. That's how the engagement ring started. Uh, Really? That Adam Ruins Everything show, back when it was just a show on college humor, which Adam Ruins Everything, I think it's on uh, True TV, Adam Conover, I've met him a couple times, seems like a nice enough dude. Uh, That show, they will go deep onto some stuff. and Adam Ruins Everything, where he'll go and find out why something is this way, and and it ruins it for people, because they're like, fuck, dude, now I feel guilty, or I don't, that sucks that that's how that's a thing. Mm -hmm. And the engagement ring has only been a tradition for like maybe 100 years. The De Beers Diamond Company started a campaign in the 20s where it's like, if you love her, buy her an engagement ring. And it was like this diamond ring that they then renamed the engagement ring. Mm -hmm. And they controlled the diamond industry. So diamonds really aren't valuable, but they make them valuable because they have a monopoly on it. Mm -hmm. And then then it shows like, ooh, sales are down. We're not making enough money. Tell them that it should be three months salary. Tell them a real man should get it. And then so every woman was like, I need one. And then every man's like, "Well, I'm a piece of shit if I don't buy her one. Mm-hmm. And if it's not expensive, then how how much am I worth? They're like, I got to get it. I got to bling right. it up, and like you know all that stuff. And mm-hmm. so that's part of how fucking evil advertising and marketing is. Right. And I get I get well, your I point with the whole those, kids' like, toys thing. <clears throat> Sometimes I think, all right, you know what? You don't get that toy. Toughen up a little bit, there, Bobby. Yeah. And I understand <laughs> that. And that's an important lesson for right. kids too. Right. My mm-hmm. kid's name isn't Bobby, everybody, but it's just a good. <laughs> certain names are good to it's be, a good you know,
1: punch of a name."
0: Oh, oh god yeah it is listen bobby hey babo hey baba baba keep crying i'll give you something to cry about babo my son's awesome i haven't been able to he's one and a half so what am What's i gonna yell name? at him about uh matthew call maddie maddie so i haven't been able to yell at him about anything yet but i i'm kind of looking forward to the day where i could be like hey 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 you think you have a rough kid I'll, I'll i'll make it i'll tell i was gonna say i'll make it rough that's not what i want to say i'll be like hey you want you to want taste of the back of my hand young lad you know what i mean <laughs> Get real uh, Irish with it for some reason, or just uh, I'm not going to do the. You know, I'll turn this car around bullshit. But what's yeah, you, ever, you, will. You, think yeah will? you will Have you ever dropped that one? Of course, right.
1: I'll turn yes, this car I around or uh, said
0: that. God, you had some funny jokes about getting stoned and then playing forts with your with your uh, kid. Yeah, I've done that. I've done the fort where you put the blanket over and he's a big fan of that. It's hilarious. Mm. He's he's funny as hell. We got a little ball pit for him. Oh, nice! His favorite game is taking the balls and throwing them out of the ball pit, and now mm-hmm. I'm trying to teach him how to clean up. So i would be like, "Hey, here's a fun game. Let's throw him back in the ball pit." Cause yeah. Later, when I come down here, I don't trip on a fucking ball. All right, mm-hmm. let's, let's get that. He's he's fucking hilarious. It's cool when they get a little personality on them, you know. Um, all right, Kristen, we could wrap up this podcast. Though I really like how you got. You really open up my eyes to some, to some stuff.
1: I hope so. Um, you did. To me, I was too. talking
0: about the, you know, the if you think you're gonna strike out, you're gonna strike out, and you, and you, me saying I'm putting it in a box like this is kid material, and I'm putting it in my head that maybe certain people yeah. won't like it. Well, you're, you're right, and that probably will affect subliminally how I'm telling mm-hmm. the joke and not really realizing it. And, and control and that pop, man. Yeah, the, the fizz. Yeah, you got to let, let it, just it out end. just a little yeah, bit. A little time. bit. You're right because. I don't think there's anything wrong with your natural human reactions to things, but you're right. You, I want to control. I want to control it. I don't want it to control me. I want to control it. Right. I did mention the law of attraction thing to people, uh, because it was a thing that when I first heard it, I thought this is weird hippie shit. This is weird. Whatever mm-hmm. these people who get in this weird mind frame about stuff. And then someone broke it down to me where it's, if you're going to a party and we've all, a lot of people have done this before. Say you're on your way to a party and you're like, this party's going to suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. The chances are even stronger that it's going to suck because you're kind of putting it out there. Yeah. Now, if you if you go to this party, even though, even when you first... If you're first, I was like, I don't know about this. But once you make the decision to go, you should go into it thinking, I'm going to have a good time. Yeah. If you go into it thinking, I'm going to have a good time, you're going to have a good time. Even if it's a bad party, you'll find a way to have a good time because mm-hmm. you go in with a certain... I do believe that because I've found myself... I've changed my... Now that I recognize the thought, I'm doing better at changing the thought process. Yeah. I've had it a few times where I'm like, I'm not feeling up to this. I'm not doing this. But then I realize, you know what? No. I'm going to make this good. I could do that. I'm going to... Yeah. You know what? I've got this. This is going to be great. You know I'm what's crazy? I'm doing what crazy? I'd love to do. And then I go up there and it shows and you have more fun with it.
1: It's crazy that I think almost anything you look for, you can find. And I feel like whether that's a good time or a bad time. You know... Anything you're really looking for, you'll find it.
0: So why don't you turn on the lights and paint with the lights on? Yeah. Try it. Why not try both ways?
1: I mean, maybe I will.
0: Let a little sunshine in.
1: I, I'm gonna try.
0: Right? Yeah. You're a bright personality. You got blonde hair, blue eyes. Come on, you know. Not that <laughs> physical features matter with how you feel in your head, but uh,
1: I look like I should be
0: happier than I, I i'm not no i think you're a happy person whenever i see am. you're happy i didn't mean to make it seem like oh my god you're miserable and sad but you're going through some transition you're yeah. moving to the city you're de- like i get it been on the road a lot lately mm. you know were you in london or no you were in florida montreal montreal, montreal. Yeah. which by the way congrats on that thank you I'll, i saved your credits for the intro that i do before yeah, yeah. so i'm not worried about all it. right good in case, case you were gonna start <laughs> saying i've done this too not that you'd be that person no. but uh, no no all right well that's awesome then um
1: But I'm gonna
0: let some little sun in. Let a little sun in. Mix it up a little bit. Yeah, sun in, pop out. All right, we gotta, we gotta, you know, we gotta better ourselves if no one else is going to. Um, Kristen Toomey, thank you so much for joining Killian's Pub. It was great to have you, and thank you for bearing with how long it took to actually set up this damn podcast. Yeah. And um, hopefully I'm everyone's tired. enjoying the film. I don't, this would be really funny if the battery died and we've been talking to nothing on the camera right now. That could this be a good too. chance of that. All right. So uh, again, everybody review us on iTunes. It goes a long way. I'll give you a shout out when you do a podcast is all over the place. You'll hear that in the intro and I uh, just tell your friends and everyone have yourselves a great week. Uh, this has been Killgown's pub. Cheers.
1: Bye.